forward. Oh, man. Like, it's so terrible that I do that. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Comics and Chain. I'm your host, Sergio Sanchez, and joining me, as always, is Mark J. here, here to hang out again. Hey, I don't know if I'm just a yes or a co-host you know, sometimes. You know what's really funny is I just realized your initials are MJ. Always. Always. So it's either. Do you know how funny that is in a comic book podcast? Yeah. All I need is all I need is a red hair, okay? Because I'm already sexy. I would say, yeah, I, I I would enjoy some red hair on you. But I am missing the Hawaiian shirt, so that's <laughs> doing it in for me. So you guys haven't joined us uh, in a while. I have a bit of a cold, so I do apologize for that. Uh, not I'm not sick. I just got like a head cold. Um, my son was sick, so I think I got it from him. I'm just invincible. So I hate you so much. <laughs> So anyway, if you guys haven't joined us before, what we do is we talk about what's going on in comic books, what's on the racks, what's on your shelf, what you should be reading, what we think you should be reading, Uh, not trying to make too much assumptions because everybody likes their own kind of stuff. But we look at like comic books and the industry that they are in and what's going on. So this week, um, you know, I had to say there were a couple books that came out and I was interested in them. There really wasn't anything that like stood out to me where I'm like, Damn, dude, I need to pick up this book. Um, of course, you know, my 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 basic picks. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, because I'm constant, continuously reading that run. So Amazing Spider-Man 19. And that was, like, my only book that's out right now that I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pick this up. Your choice was definitely better than mine. Thank you for throwing me Ghost Rider. Cause yes. By the way, folks, if you're listening, if you find a comic called Cross, just be wary, like, if you thought The Walking Dead was brutal, this shit like cranked it up to max. I I recommend it as interest, but I don't recommend it if you're weak to that kind of stuff. Like, definitely for shit. the uh, definitely for the adult readers out there, man. I like when you were explaining it to me, I kind of was like, eh, I don't really want like not that I didn't like The Walking Dead when it was out, not that I didn't read The Walking Dead when it was coming out. Um of course I didn't read every single issue because like I think I dropped The Walking Dead like midway through but i did for the most part like follow up on it i you know got the cliff notes and stuff like that yeah um that being said books like that just kind of it depends on the on who's writing it and who's doing it and they have to do it the right way for it to grip me and make me want to read it and from what you explained on cross it just didn't really hit man that being said there wasn't a lot like like i said i read i read some stuff this week uh of course i picked up my amazing spider-man and i don't want to touch on that because i kind of feel like this is uh pre this is post dark web so it's peter getting back in the swing of things but there's not a lot to talk about um i love that they're really pushing the aspect of felicia and spidey like Peter and Your Felicia. dream power couple. Yeah, right? pretty much. Well, I thought that. I thought that, but yeah. now I have different thoughts. Was it because my initials are MJ? No, well, maybe okay. <laughs> it might have something to do with that. No, uh, so that that is. Um, I mean, if you're already following it, cool. But we did wrap up Dark Web, so if you're already ready to drop the Amazing Spider-Man, then hey, you you completed your journey. You completed your series. You're done. You no reason to pick up issue 19 if it's not you're on your continuous or in your pull. So. With that being said, this week, with it being really small and books we wanted to read and what me and Mark kind of like were chatting throughout the week, what we were going to talk about, we couldn't really yeah. find nothing like he had found Cross. I tried reading Storm the X-Men, uh, Storm and the Brotherhood of the Mutants. I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. I get that they're tying into the whole House of Sinister thing. 
which you had your strong opinions about yeah, last like, time. I, I mean, I get where they're coming from with it, and I get yeah. that they're trying to do good with it, but to me, it just didn't didn't click. I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, and, and that's the weird part, is because I really like Mystique, and so, like, she plays a big part in this, but I don't know. It just didn't hit home for me. Uh, one of the books that I did have fun reading, though, and uh, I'm gonna talk about this one next week in more in depth because I'm gonna I'm gonna put up uh, hopefully issues uh, one and two because uh, issue two just came out and you can go pick it up if you guys are already reading it. But Joe Fix It, what Joe Fix It? Oh, which uh, is uh, Incredible the, Holt's alter ego. Yeah, he wears the suit. The yeah. fedora, uh, super uh, fun. Like it's Hulk in Vegas being like a bouncer, a bodyguard. And it is just a fun, exciting run. And he's fighting the kingpin. And some great shots in issue one of him throwing down with kingpin. Yeah. Which is really funny. And there's the audacity that, like, like the fucking stupidness. Uh, yeah, I made up a word. It, of people not fucking knowing that Hulk is Joe Fix-It. Yeah. And so this is fucking hilarious. You, you said he was a bouncer? Yeah, he's like a bouncer bodyguard. Really? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, dude. One it's, of the most... Physically powerful per- people in the Marvel universe. Yep. <laughs> so instead of Hulk smash, it's Hulk works for minimum wage. That's where you're going. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, Hulk does not work for minimum <laughs> wage, buddy. And secondly, yes, it's it's Hulk doing what Hulk does, and uh, it's uh, you know, it's it, 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 like if think if like you had uh, all the Hulk's power, yeah. and your brain, and you can do whatever you want. Uh, Joe Fix It is that. Like he's got like. Uh, he's a little bit cockier than Bruce Banner is. Yeah. Um, a little bit more on the fly, like you know, think you know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Really, it's not that good of an explanation. I'm gonna definitely check. This but out. he's just having fun with it, and I love it because it's something. It's like a version of the Hulk we never get to see. We got to see him a little bit back in the day, but it's like Hulk with a brain, being suave, being fucking like. I'm the man. I can do what I want because he knows he can do what I want. So pretty much a gangster Hulk. Yeah, it's like it's mobster Hulk. So yeah. it's really fucking cool. Interesting read. I don't know how long this series is going to run. There's really no like basis on it. Uh, currently, it's ongoing, but I haven't seen like a one of six or one of five on it or anything yeah. like that. So I don't know how long it's going to go for. But uh, while it's out, I mean, I'm fucking hooked in and I'm reading it because anytime I've always enjoyed the fact where you gave like Bruce Banner the Hulk's brain. Yeah. When they did that, it was amazing. Not in the Marvel Universe. Not in the MCU. That That's annoying. Uh, you it's really a don't out. like Professor Hulk, do you? Or Smart Hulk. I, or I don't like that they call him Professor Hulk, first of all. It's fucking stupid. I heard um, people say Smart Hulk. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so Smart Hulk deems from, like, something they did in the 90s, where Bruce Banner, like, found a way to lock away Hulk and be Bruce Banner in the Hulk's body. Yeah. And so, like, he was, like, Smart Hulk. Um, this is a, a time where, but he was significantly weaker. Like he was still really strong, probably one of the strongest, but he was significantly weaker because he cuts off the savage side, which allows him to go like Hulk smash and do all the shit. Not that he didn't say Hulk smash, but it just made him weaker because he yeah. thought things through more. Okay. I got you on that. Um, yeah, it's always interesting to see. Uh, it's always interesting to see a smart version of Hulk because yeah. that usually tends to be mostly his like dangerous moments. Right. So I really did like 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 when they did that in the nineties, and so like Joe Fix it's like right up there with like oh hell yeah I'm all in. Yeah. So I am heavily invested in Joe Fix it, but like I said, I'm not going to get too far into this because it's probably like when issue three drops, I'll probably do a whole episode or an episode where we cover that. But this week, I um 
you know, back to the point I'm making, couldn't really find anything to read. So I told Mark, I'm like, hey, I was like, MJ, why don't you go? Uh, why don't I'm going to go by that. On you now. <laughs> MJ. Why don't you go take a, uh, take a look at, um, you know, the new Ghost Rider run? Um, totally and, and I was like, go take it. Go take a look at it. And let me know what you think. And I'm going to pull it up here really quick, guys. Give me one second. And I was like, read all these. It's about, what, what was it? Like 11 issues out? I think we're on. Yeah, 11 issues because I binged it all in like one night. Yeah, so yeah, we're on 11 issues. Current The current run is 11 issues. And let me tell you, I have been enjoying this run of Ghost Rider probably uh, for some quite some time now here. So Benjamin Percy, he's the writer. Uh, we have a couple of different artists that are doing the uh, work on it. This week's uh, guest writer was Dave... What's that fucking name, dude? Which one? <laughs> Second name. Literally Dave pronounced Watcher. Watcher. Yeah. So Watcher or Walker? Sounds like Walker. Yeah. So I really did. I I am enjoying this, and with the cliffhanger that we got left on the last issue. Yeah. Um, going into this issue, there is just so much to talk about because, um, if you're not if you're reading Ghost Rider for, and I did cover this on an episode that we did over on our YouTube channel for Ghost Rider. I mean, this just caught me out of left field, man, but I don't want to talk about me reading it. I want to talk about you reading it because you started from issue one and went all the way to issue 11. And so you like, I want to get your thoughts on it. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, spoiler alert. If anybody hasn't read it, drop that, man. The head code Gindy. Yeah. So there are (laughs) going to be spoilers in this episode. So if you're not reading Ghost Rider right now and you're planning on picking it up, you may want to skip forward past this episode. Yeah. Um, You know, stop here. Ten minutes in, hey, I'll take the, I'll take that like, like and subscribe now. Right. Um, I'll take, I'll take the ten, the ten minute mark. But um, <laughs> yeah, from this point on, we're gonna be talking about issues one. Should we do just all the way through eleven? Oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go all the way. Yeah, through, through. The whole so thing. we're gonna do issues one through eleven, and uh, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in the new Ghost Rider series and why I think, and why I think maybe Mark might think you should be reading it. Okay. So your first impressions on issue one. Okay, so first of all, there's just so much to unpack in this issue on these issues, man. Because holy shit, there was a lot. Yeah. Uh, my first take on issue one was, what the fuck is going on here? I wasn't used mm-hmm. to Ghost Rider having the happy life, and I'm like, something does, something seems off. And it's not until the end, like, by the way, I like how they mixed in the whole psychiatrist and possible mental illness because he has this weird scar from a crash. Right. It fucks with his mind, and it turns out he's like what infected by demons. Or yeah, something? so I I, I don't know what happened to the runs to Johnny Blaze prior to this series because I didn't really follow it, and I just kind of wanted like I'm like, dude, new Ghost Rider series. I'm a fucking Edge Lord. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but yes. So you know Johnny Blaze shows up, and he's actually like in a purgatory. He's not where you think he is in the first book. Like yeah, it's, like. It's uh, like like because everything's supposed to be like you know like um i i would explain it what as happened like if he 1950s never 1950s type of yeah connection. like he's he's got like a homestead he's i think yeah. he was with i think even so far that like the demons were masquerading him uh he was like he had kids his wife he had uh Roxanne was his wife crash yeah so like i thought it was really cool yeah like um but yeah if you're thrown right into issue 1 yeah you're going to have a little bit of trouble you're, you're going to be a little lost, and but, it was because uh, 
he in that issue he was seeing a psychiatrist because they think it's brain damage and i'm like is this the thing where he is ghostwriter and he's just hallucinating but it turns out later on in the series like he was trapped in what you said a purgatory yeah. style prison and then you know he became ghostwriter he busted himself out of there he started going like wherever the ghostwriter was leading him because i like the whole doctor dr jekyll mr hyde thing yeah where, and Ghost Rider leaving him. And it's funny because we were talking about like Joe facing the Hulk, and it's the same thing. And like, and this is one of the things I had to ask my buddy Chris on. And um, I asked him, I said, Hey man, is Johnny Blaze at end with the writer with the spirit of vengeance? And he says, like, eh, at a time, like they kind of do whatever they want to do. And a lot of people here are probably like, Oh, you're talking about you know the ghost rider from the shitty Nick Cage movie. First of all, fuck you. Because I enjoy that film. Now, the second one, okay, not so much. Yeah. But the first one is, um, I, I love it. I, ah, but I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, they, they kind of, like, in the beginning of the book, they're kind of at odd ends of each other. Like, it's like, I'm going to do this. Uh, no, you're not. I'm going to do this. And he doesn't like that. The writer does things. And Johnny Blaze does things that the writer doesn't like. So that's kind of where you see things going. From okay, here. I need to ask you this. What was your favorite transformation? Because there's so many different ways they transform him into Ghost Rider. And we're used to the whole skull catches on fire, he becomes Ghost Rider. Yeah. But they bloody it up this time, man. Like, which was your favorite in this issue? Um, I, you know, I kind of just like, like, if I had to pick which one it was, I just enjoyed um, the fact that, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't really pick like one in general that I liked as far as like the transformation wise goes. Yeah. Um, from him going from Johnny Blaze to Ghost Rider, I don't really know. Um, but the one in the one issue where he takes over the semi. Oh, that was so bad. And then the semi becomes all black, like demonic. all black and demonic, and has like the fire wheels and you know the cow mover uh, on the front. <laughs> Even, even that was cool for me. I love that part. Even the oil tanker part on it was like just yeah. a giant ball of fire, man. So um that's one of the ones I like. I like like when I always loved when Ghost Rider took control of like, you know, like you had your Western Ghost Rider. Then when he hopped on the horse, the horse became more demonic, uh had the fire hooves. The movie fucking did loved it. it. The movie did it good. Yeah. But that was the original Ghost Rider as well, too. Like that's not just a movie thing. Uh, I want to make that perfectly clear to people. Like Yeah, that was actually that was an actual thing. Like Ghost Rider was around like Spirit of Vengeance has been around for eons. Yeah, like I saw so. now. I think there was a Ghost Rider that was Indian, and he had a flaming elephant. I think, oh, I think that was. The yeah, one. there was there was an issue where they did like a whole bunch of like the old gods. Yeah. So like you had the god. Um. Oh my God, help me with the one from Moon Knight. Uh, Khonshu. Khonshu, yeah, and then you had a uh, Black Panther's god. Uh, like the, keep... the actual essence of it. Yeah. And then you had Odin. And then he had the spirit of vengeance and all of them. Like there's this book out there and I will get the name for you guys later on, possibly next week. If you know, my, you can, one of the multiverse. Yeah. Things. If, if Mark can get me to remember that. Yeah. Sorry. Like I, I actually do love ghost Rider. Yeah. So like, I will look into that and I'll figure out what it was. Cause I can't really remember what it was exactly. Yeah. But there was a book that came out a while back where it's like all the fucking essences of the gods and all that, like yeah. formed together to fight something. And it was a limited run. So it's not a big book, but it, it, there is a book like that out there that exists. So it's like a lot of mystical heavy hitters. Yeah. So 
the other thing I liked about this Ghost Rider run is um, we get introduced to like a couple of new characters and a couple of returning characters. Yeah. Um, first of all, we get introduced to one of my who's becoming one of my favorite characters of Marvel right now, and that's Talia Warroad. Oh yeah. Um, she's ex Shield agent who's now working for the FBI, and she's into like the occult, the mysticism, and I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm all over that. Yeah. So first she... of all, I'm not a fan of like the tattoos and stuff, but hey, you know, I'll give it up. Uh, okay, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm right here, by the way. So. But uh, so, like, she did have like kind of like a future sight type of thing, and then she just kind of like Constantine dwells on like black magic. Yeah, she's okay. like, yeah. So, like, I would say she's a lot like, yeah. Like, if you're gonna compare her to anybody inside like the DCU, it would be Con- John Constantine. She's yeah. essentially that. Like, she's uh, not not a full blown sorceress, but she dabbles in like witch magic. Yeah. Um, so like black magic, dark rituals, stuff like that. But, um, um, and it has made her in a sense, like she's pre precognitive to, I would assume darkness of what it seems like. Cause she's able to transport and locate it. So it's like, she's able to tell right away that like things are going wrong, like in certain cities, because what this entails is what we see in the city is, um, Johnny is going from like town to town, city to city, state to state. Fighting demonic forces yeah. that are being released by mostly Blackheart. Well, we find out, yeah, later yeah. on we find out one of the issues it's Blackheart, then yeah, we find out, like, you know, um, but we get, like, the League of the Magicians, which is, like, Zebediah and a couple of the other characters. Um, and uh, Zebediah is the reason Ghost Rider is out of Purgatory in yeah. the first place, so we can't forget to mention him. Um, but we, tr- it, and, and for the while, I'm like, okay, He's going to be the big bad. Then they introduced Blackheart. And I was like, okay, so Blackheart's the big bad, which is cool because, I mean, when you're messing with the writer, like, there isn't really too many people that are going to be able to go toe-to-toe with him. Yeah. Um, You know, he's fought like Thanos. Uh, if you want to take a really shitty note, go take a look on YouTube. Go type in Ghost Rider versus Galactus and then sit back and fucking enjoy. Yeah. Because you're going to laugh your ass off. Um. But there's not a lot of like heavy hitters that can do that. So Blackheart being one of them, not the shitty Blackheart from the fucking movie again. Well, that part of the movie you didn't like, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Really, I didn't like the way they did Blackheart. I didn't really like the way they did the elemental demons either in the movie because yeah, the way they did them in the movie was like these are supposed to be elemental demons that are generally supposed to be very powerful, and they fucking weren't. Like I mean, it was he, early, he worked his way through them in like thirty seconds. It was early Marvel. I mean, we yeah. didn't have that high expectation. So, uh, when Talia joins the the war efforts, as I'm going to say, uh, things get more intriguing. She's traveling on behalf of the FBI to find out what's going on in all these small towns, oh, cool. and then they do believe that it has something to do with the writer. Yeah. All right. Let me bring up these two parts because they were my favorites. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Long story short, he ends up in a hotel. He works there. Uh, I didn't care about any of that, really, because mm-hmm. it seemed just, hey, out there. I did like when he picked up the pickaxe and it changed into that badass demonic <laughs> sight. I was like, holy shit, I would love that power. Yeah. But the one thing I'm actually talking about. Again, Edgelord. <laughs> yeah. One thing I am talking about, what did you think about the super-powered people's motorcycle race? What okay, so this is a this is a picture that's online everywhere. If you're following it, Ghost Rider, it it was awesome. I yeah. fucking loved it. I love like it, I thought it was really weird that like there's a whole bunch of people on motorcycles 
coming from the MC uh, from the Marvel Comics universe, Marvel Comics universe. Yeah. Um, like in this competition to ride, as uh, Johnny shows up to, I, I guess what he's racing for is he wants to be either rid of the Spirit of Vengeance or trying to ride for a way to tame it. But he knows that there's no way to really like with every there's a catch. Yeah. And so he's like, no, I'm just going to win the prize so nobody else can Which get what, fucked over. A council with the devil. Yeah, right? like, a, like a wish or some shit like that. Yeah, and they will grant you, like, any wish you desire. That you desire, yeah. And so, like, <laughs> but the panel itself <laughs> is fucking great because, like, I mean... There's a few people that stand out for the most part. For me, it was like Man Thing. I knew it would be Man Thing. Uh, Rhino, because he had one of the biggest bikes. It but it's so- like all of these characters, all these, all these Marvel characters, and not only like heroes and villains on motorcycles, waiting to compete in this race. Um, you've got like Doctor Doom. That one stood out to me as the weirdest. I was like, dude, can't you fly or something? <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's like, not the point. Yeah. Um. Dr. So yeah, like Doctor Doom. You had like all these other characters, and I had the picture up, but I thought it was really cool. Uh, it's it's definitely one of the most talked about because like a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, why the hell would Doctor Doom be on a fucking motorcycle?" That's what I thought. Well, why not? <laughs> and the only reason it made sense to me, I mean, not the motorcycle part, but him being in the race is because I know Doctor Doom like dabbles in the world of magic too. Yes, which a race that lets you have like any wish you want it just makes sense for him but i gotta ask you out of all those bikes which one would you want ah that's a good question because i really don't know um and the reason i i I can't answer that is because like if if anybody's bike i'm gonna take i'd probably be dr dooms i feel like i'd be either one the safest or one able to do the most destruction because okay. like if it, if he builds a motorcycle anything like he's built his suit it's gonna have a lot of it's booby. gonna have a lot of booby traps and no one's gonna fuck with me all right um, um so it'd be dr dooms for me, i feel like man things is a combination of fucking swamp and metal i was i would ride <laughs> man things motorcycle that sounded dirtier than i intended it to be <laughs> i would try it just to see how the fucking thing worked because i was looking at it i was like it literally looks like he just peddling his own made like you know how people make their own homemade bikes it looked like that that's but fucked up. if i had to choose i would take rhinos his was pretty his was built like a fucking tank i thought it was cool Probably yeah. nothing special just big and heavy but right but i thought it was dope and uh the other interesting part about that race was the fact that the ghost rider said he wasn't going to help him so johnny blaze is going in it just normal human Right. And also, come on, man. We can't leave out Wolverine. Yeah. So this is the first time we get like the cat, like we get a cameo from Wolverine, which is really, really cool because I love the fact that like, like this isn't the first time we've seen like Wolverine and uh, Ghost Rider team up. I mean, for those who don't remember. Moon Knight. I forgot. About yeah. Moon Knight, Moon Knight's on there too. Uh, for those of you who don't know though, um, it isn't just uh, like the the funny thing of having the aspect of having um, Ghost Rider and Wolverine on the same comic page is the fact that like they've been teamed together as well. 
Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people don't remember this. They they were the new defenders. They were also the new Fantastic Four, uh, which was a combination of Ghost Rider, Hulk, and Peter Parker, Spider Man. Okay, because I was like, wasn't one of the original? No, that was the Defenders. I'm thinking about what is the original Defenders were like. Doctor Fate. Yeah, there was uh, a Ghost Rider. Well, Doctor Strange. Doctor, sorry, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider. Well, um, then you had like the Midnight Suns. Yeah, and the Midnight Suns, which is not based, not the fucking game that's out right now, guys. But the the original ones, which was like Blade. Anybody that had to do with dark, dark and cold. Okay, I gotta know who's this because I know it's not Iron Man. It's not that- Iron Man. I don't know who the fuck that one was. Um, you've got Elektra as the go. So we're going back to. I brought up the picture of everybody on the motorcycle. So you've got Elektra as Daredevil. You've got Moon Knight, a couple of characters I don't know in the back. You see Wolverine, of course, Man-Thing. It's just a fucking log, man. Just say <laughs> uh, Doctor Doom, which a lot of people are like, oh, is that really Doctor Doom or is it a Doom bot? Like, I feel like it's a Doom bot. I think that person it, that I saw agreed to comment on that, that it's a Doom bot because I don't think Doom would actually, like, show up there. But then you got Rhino. And, of course, we missed the two sitting in the front, which was Dracula, yeah. Marvel's Dracula. And Blade, which is really funny that they're right next to each other. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I'm glad they brought Blade in because, I mean, I know we got the movie coming up and all that later on, but I feel like you don't really get to see him as much. Yeah, and one of the things I never noticed before is if you look, Dracula's motorcycle runs on blood. That's fucking and funny. Blaze has stakes in the Oh, yeah, it's at stake. <laughs> like, that's just funny. So then, you know, like, so I really I really enjoyed this. This book in particular I love because not only did we get this book, we got the race. At the end of it, um, Wolverine and Ghost Rider do their thing. And then at the end of that, we get into issue two or yeah. the second part to this book where Ghost Rider and Wolverine team up. And don't let the cover throw you guys because they don't really actually fight. It's more of Wolverine helps. It's like ghetto-ass surgery. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what Wolverine says, though. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, he did, right. Yeah, he goes, like, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to hurt me. And um, and then when he, he goes and he, you know, as Mark mentioned earlier, you see the incision of um, he cuts out the demon that's been in in Ghost Rider and Johnny the whole time. Yeah, so like that scar on his head, it has some weird shit. Like at one point, an eye opens up, yeah. a mouth opens it's up. It's definitely some demonic bullshit. Yeah. And I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was disappointed in one part of the Wolverine uh, Ghost Rider team up. He gave Wolverine his powers and his claws, so he's able to cut the demon out, right? I was just a little disappointed that he was, his hand was just on fire. I was kind of hoping he'd get the Big ass black demonic claw, but it's like okay. Yeah, cheap. I, 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 yeah, I like what they did there because um, I just love the dynamic between Johnny Blaze and Wolverine. That there's that mutual respect, and that just comes from like you know Wolverine, yeah, being around everybody and be, making a name for himself for so many damn years. Everywhere, everywhere that he's <laughs> went. So it's pretty cool. So we fast forward, we find out that like Talia has uncovered the plot of what's really going on. The I want to say like I'm gonna butcher this and I might be wrong because like I haven't read these books. But was it like the League of the Magicians? They finally get together and they confront what's been going on. So it turns out the FBI agent that was with Talia turns out to be a demon under the employ of Blackheart. Yep. He tries to take her out. Zebediah makes the same. Um, that and pretty much. Uh, he finds out that like what's really going on, what the real play is, and they find out like yes, of course. At the end of the bike episode, we find out that uh, 
it is Blackheart yeah. who's who's doing everything and he's controlling and, all these other lesser demons. And the rest of the demons try to the rest of the magicians try to stop him, but let, let's face it, they get yeah, they get smacked down pretty easy. Yeah, they get they get pretty much beat up. So uh after Wolverine removes the uh the demonic entity that has somewhat possessed Johnny Blaze. Are we bringing in the new one? Yeah. Oh, dude. So let's go ahead and oh, talk yes. about exhaust. Pun intended. Go for it. Go so for it. So you... we get introduced to a character called Exhaust. Now, when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is intriguing. Apparently, it's like part of Johnny, part of Ghost Rider. Uh, and it manifests itself into an actual form <laughs> that it calls itself Exhaust. And apparently, whatever it touches, it can make shadow clones of itself by corrupting uh, living energy and... um decaying that body and then creating them like yeah. taking them over making them like kind of like a mummified corpse walking yeah, around like, or whatever bring up the image man so like, uh and they even stated that he was pretty much what the shadow of the ghost rider in a way right yeah yeah and uh honestly what i really just loved about exhaust was seven. he really wasn't just a pushover man like you thinking he's yeah. just a demon born from ghost rider but like he's an amalgamation of anything that made ghost rider ghost rider you got the skull phase the flames around him the motorcycle built into his body right and also the fact that he's still wearing leather pants like <laughs> never he never leaves those behind but it was just so badass because you're thinking Ghost Rider himself is basically all shadows and everything. Does he really need his own shadow? And well, yes, yes, he did because holy shit, this character is badass. Yeah. So that being said, like I, I really didn't know what they were gonna do with Exhaust when they introduced him. Yeah. And um, I, I was like, okay, maybe this character is gonna be a good character. Maybe he's not. I, I don't see them as having like. A long run. A long run with the character. And it turned out I was right. Yeah. So, uh, at this point, Exhaust is now traveling to go hunt down Johnny Blaze and the Rider. Mm-hmm. Talia has made contact, finally, with Johnny Blaze. So, finally, we get Talia and Johnny together, which is fucking awesome. Um, they meet up in a hotel room. After Johnny gets some coffee, he gets some rest. She breaks into his hotel room. Um, some stuff in Sears. And she, she handcuffs him to the bed, y'all. <laughs> he he was skirt. You were skirting around the issue. Oh yeah. She, she I wasn't gonna him skirt to around it, but um, and she pretty much like makes him a deal. She says, "Hey, like this is what's going on. I've been sent to kind of like figure out what's going on, and we need to get you back to being Ghost Rider." And he oh, yeah. explains to her like, "I can't control the writer. Blah blah blah. I'm a whiny bitch." Um, as most superheroes <laughs> tend to be. Anytime there's like a fucking like secondary hero that's stronger than they are in the essence within them they're always the whiny bitch think about it uh you i mean just right now i can say like in this in in this part so far up to ghost rider same case even in the movie um there was never a point where like nicholas cage was like oh the writer's me i am the writer we're the same thing the only marvel character that's ever truly fucking embraced it was eddie brock that's true he's like no like there's there's no venom we are venom Period. Literally, like in the movie itself, we are Venom. So, uh, in the movies and the comics, yeah. Uh, the only other character that I, I, I'm 
Let me back up on that. The only other person say, that's ever there is Carnage. Yeah, I'm about to say Carnage, Carnage was Cassidy. like, as soon as Cleus Cassidy murders Carnage, they're like, yeah, we are, we're, we're fucking Carnage. Did you um, like him in the movie? I mean, I thought he was okay. I, it was all right. It was cool. I, you, I can't ha- you can't have a serial killer without all the blood. Like, I'm just glad they got rid of that shitty wig that was at the end of the first Venom. Yeah, it kind that of was on like Cletus Castle. So, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? So I was cool with that. Uh, um, so Talia like makes him a deal. She's like, I can help you control the writer. Turns out she's wrong. The writer's way more powerful. Obviously, I mean, he's a deity of hell. You're not going to control the writer. And it took her that long to find. John yeah. Blaze, so. so like they finally te- team up, and this is where I started enjoying the aspects of the book more because I love the Talia Johnny dramatic uh, dynamic. Yeah. Dynamic. Dynamic. Dramatic. Drama. Um, I love the dynamic of those two because like, I never liked Johnny and Roxanne. It just never bond on me. And, um, but Eva Mendez was okay with you, right? (laughs) She's I. (laughs) And, uh, so when they did this, I really enjoyed what they did with it because like Talia is in fact of the same, like she understands what's going on. She's not trying to change him to make him better to yeah. understand. She's like, no, dude, you need to like fully fucking embrace this shit. She's actually a supporting character. Right. So like, um, <laughs> there's a lot more things. I, one of my favorite parts is finally when like Johnny and the ghost Rider become like ah fuck it we're you're right we need to work together so johnny kind of has the epiphany finally yeah of like let's fucking work together which <laughs> when they kidnap talia like is like yeah that's when he has it because johnny's kind of already like all right i kind of like this chick she's she's hard as fuck she's fast let like i like it speaking as hard as fuck <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole right. issue was basically that. Yeah. But um, are we going to talk about the Talia Ghost Rider team up where they literally combine their magic to fucking nail one into exhaust? So there's a lot leading up to that. Um, I've posted like some of the panels of online just having fun with my friends about like it's my like Talia and Johnny are my new favorite like couple because like she's like like I'm going to have sex with you like don't tell me you love me. Don't it's even kiss me. It's, it's all about, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, like, this is how we're going to do this, and we're going to fucking get down. And it's like, wow. Like, Johnny doesn't really have a say in it. He's like, no, I'm kind of into this. No. And he just kind of lets it happen. So the couple thing coming out of the relationship is pretty funny. I wouldn't full-blown call it a relationship yet. Yeah. It's more like, you can tell they're going to become, like, those fuck buddies that become a couple. Yeah. It's but it's dynamic. it's really cool. I love it. I love everything about this. But yeah, uh, when they do team up, they can create like some incredible magic. And uh, I don't know. I really just enjoyed this fucking run, dude. Yeah, like uh, the scene I'm talking about. I told you where they like she's. I don't know what magic she's doing, but the purple and then his flames mixed together, and they kind of just it was like a scene straight out of fucking anime. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, Frieza and Goku <laughs> taking on and pushing Jiren, Jiren. out of power, the tournament of power. But um, it sucked because this caught my. Oh yeah, I, we totally forgot. Exhaust got made into a fucking bike after they beat him. Well, yeah, I mean, you were talking about how they beat him, so yeah. like we'll keep going from there. But yeah, like after they managed to beat Exhaust, 
this was what like when they go this was one of my favorite incarnations of the writer so johnny like after he becomes and fully accepts like fuck it i'm gonna be the spirit of vengeance and the spirit of vengeance is me he turns into this big ass ripped version of like ghost rider on steroids Okay, so that's actually what he's going to be now. I thought that was just... No, like- no, no. It's like a one-off, but he just becomes more powerful. Okay. And he picks up, like, a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. And he's literally, like, if Ash Williams got the spirit of vengeance... This is him. This would be him. And so, like, he's got a chainsaw that's on fire. This is my favorite part. <laughs> and he just proceeds to, like, hack through a bunch of fucking demons. Yeah, I like how that one was, like, we got the numbers. And he's like, I got the chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we start, like, realizing that, like, Blackheart has been going around the world taking over like CEOs, executives, whatnot, what have you, um, different people throughout this whole time. And uh, yeah, like he's got a bigger game afoot. But I mean, finally, when they fucking lock up to Exhaust, we notice that Exhaust is taking over Talia. And the spirit of vengeance is like, okay, let's just kill her. And Johnny's like, no. So he asks the spirit to like try to find a way to stop it, which he does. And then here's the scene, you know, you're talking about where, you know, true fist of power and they both wham and clobber uh, exhaust. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It's done. It's over. Ghost Rider becomes one with Johnny and they confront uh, Blackheart. Ended up saving Jebediah or Zebediah. And everything ends pretty much here. We see Talia leaving the FBI in this yeah. issue. Um, so issue 10, I think, was like a nice little wrap-up. And that's where we first start seeing that like Talia and Johnny might be kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but my main catch for the end of issue 10 was this scene right here. End of issue 10. What's we, we find out that somebody's been doing um, experimentation on the paranormal stuff that's been going on. They've been using, like, the demons to try to infuse into humans, and they couldn't get it to work right. Yeah. So there's something more – there's more scientific stuff going on at play. We couldn't quite figure it out. I think there was a glitch because it didn't pop up when I was reading this one. Okay, so Holy shit. when you're reading, uh, at the end of issue 10, we get, like, the oh, shit moment. And they realize that they're going to try to do something, not with just any random person. But we find out it's Danny Ketch, who is the second incarnation of Ghost Rider. Ah. So this is going to be really interesting when they get to it. Um, then we get to, like, you know, issue issue 11, which, like I said, it didn't show Danny. Uh, I think we're still waiting to see where we're going to go for there. We see the dynamic of Johnny and the Spirit of Vengeance being pulled in two directions between uh, Exhaust and and, go, and, and, the rider. and the Rider, the Spirit of Vengeance. We see, like, Talia and him kind of becoming more intimate um, as the time goes on. And they have definitely still been riding across the country, stopping evil. Yeah, they're just taking on any demons and shit. And what did you think about that part where Exhaust, you can still tell he has a mind of its own that he chopped off that guy's fingers when you try to try to touch the bike. Well, first of all, if you're a biker, you should know the keyword rule. You never sit on another guy's bike. Oh, yeah. Ever. Without his permission. So this douchebag had what was coming. But I do think it's an interesting dynamic and probably even makes us a like, even says so in the next panel down. She's like, I don't like that thing. You need to get rid of it. 
Johnny's kind of like, no, it's part of me. It is me because it was literally the creature that came out of Johnny's head. So he believes it's part of him. Of course, at this point, now that she knows that it knows that she knows she wants it gone, you know, she got to go. So Exhaust starts like playing games with Talia, trying to get her to either leave or get rid of it. And to which part in the end, um, Johnny's like, yeah, it's got to go. Which, so. which sucks because, I mean, I like the design, how he just formed exhaust into the bike, but I get why he had to destroy it. it right. Just, it sucked because it seemed like such a waste. So when he crashes exhaust, I think it's funny because he tries to do the superhero landing and fucks up. <laughs> it's really hard on the knees. This was one of my favorite panels. Again, I posted this online. This is why she goes, and I quote straight from the book, she goes, she goes that's for saving my ass. As she makes out with him, <laughs> and then she bites his lip. And, she's like, and that's for almost getting me killed. So I just love, I love Johnny and Talia together. So then they bury Exhaust and they continue to move on to where we get to finally their destination, which I believe is um, Detroit they were headed to. I want to say it was Detroit. I might be wrong. Yeah, um, that's not the goal I, don't re- I don't read the books in front of me. Yeah, so if it's San Francisco, I might be wrong. But we see like the whole town on fire. Yeah. And, you know, here we go. And I'll be waiting for the next issue. Oh yeah. But, oh wait. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I was a little disappointed because I was ready. Like, I thought there were twelve issues, and then I, when I finished <laughs> that one, I was like, oh no, they're just about to go into the fucked up city. Yeah. So the cool thing is, is this is a monthly series. So every month we've got a new issue, and I gotta say, like every month I've been waiting for this to drop. Like, yeah. I mean, I swear to God, as soon as it drops, I read it. And um, I'll sit there and I'll read it, and I'm just every every page after every page I've enjoyed every single thing. Um, so if you guys aren't reading Ghost Rider, definitely worth the pickup. Oh yeah, yeah, it's eleven issues in now. Definitely recommend picking up all eleven issues. And you know the cover art for each book has been fucking great. It's like masterpieces, man. I love. I love all the cover art for most of these books. Most of the issue from issue one, just the cover art alone is worth it. Like, this is great. Like if you're into like decoring your walls or whatever, like you've seen in the back on my YouTube channel, um, these are great covers. Like I just, I love every single one of them. I don't think there's a really a bad one. Um, but there are a lot of great scenes in the series, and I'm feeling a little worse, so we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap up here. Yeah. But your thoughts on the entire run? Art. Honestly, man, and like I said, I'm still dabbling in the world of comics. I'm, I, a lot of these characters I know, and like Ringmaster, not a lot of people know him. He actually makes an appearance. Murder Circus. That was yeah, that Ringmaster was actually makes an appearance in the Old Man Logan series on Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in the Hawkeye story. It, it's, it's weird, but it's dope. But um, I like it because I always like Ghost Rider and not just from the Nick Cage movie itself, but the whole concept of, you know, I'm I'm potentially a good guy, but I have this literal fucking demon in me. And it's hard to control because I know the demon, all he is is a spirit of vengeance. So when people need that vengeance, he can't, he just has to let it out. And it, Right. And I like that. He's so afraid of it, but I want him to embrace it because he's the hero, literally the weak need. Yeah. And uh, honestly, 
the one thing I feel Ghost Rider doesn't get a lot of credit for, because when people say Ghost Rider, they immediately think Penance Stare, Hellfire. I like the fact that whatever he touches fucking turns into a demonic weapon. Turns into like his him. weapon, yeah. Yeah, like if you had a car, let, let's do this as a question for today. If you had any vehicle that you could Ghost Rider that shit out, which vehicle would you pick? If it were me? Yeah, if you could have oh, like how Robbie me? Reyes has his car and... Yeah, I mean, like, and we didn't even touch on, like, the Robbie Reyes thing because I think I got caught up in talking about, like, Danny Ketch coming back, which is going to be pretty cool because we haven't seen him in a while. But, like, when they do, if they keep going down this road of, like, the writer and introducing Johnny Blaze, not that I didn't like Robbie Reyes. I love the Robbie Reyes ghostwriter. I love the fact that he was in a, in a fucking car that they changed the dynamic of the character. Even his skull design. Yeah, like, it was it. all, like, different. And I loved everything <laughs> about Robbie Reyes' character, but... Johnny Blaze is the original, and I'm OG. Oh. So, but back um, on the vehicle. But if I had, I don't know, dude, because like, I mean, I'm the kind of guy like I drive a car. It is a car. It is nothing more than a car to me. It is, you know, he gets my son where he needs to go, my wife and me to work, and that's it. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not the big car guy. Um, I'm not the guy that's gonna go out and drive like you know all psychotic and crazy. Um, but I mean, I guess I would see myself in something like, I don't know, fuck, I don't even, I, I can't, I can't answer the question. Maybe a truck would be interesting to see what they would do with something like that. But I mean, it's yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I couldn't really answer. What about you? Uh, I would do a smart car. <laughs> <laughs> like not oh, even to shit. be seriously. I just want to see what it would pop out like. What the fuck? That because, would be so you know, weird. You get a truck, you immediately know this is gonna be badass, but. Can Ghost Rider save the smart car? I don't. Oh, wow. That is a. I don't know if I want to see that. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't, I, that is just weird. Oh, man. But if I'm being. If That'd I'm be like being, the equivalent of him getting, like, back in the day of Volkswagen Beetle and seeing what happened. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that shit? Um, so. If I'm being completely honest, though, uh, I think I would do my grandpa's old truck. Like, he had this purple truck that had flames on it. Yeah. And it was, it was low, but it wasn't a low rider. Okay. So I wouldn't want to demonize the hell out of that. See what it comes up because knowing my grandpa, those flames are gonna actually be real. Right. Well, like I said, uh, I think this book had a lot of like. I think this series has a lot of potential. Oh, yeah. Um, from issue one to issue eleven, and it's had me captivated ever since. So I've I've enjoyed the shit out of this run. I can't wait to see more of the writing on the wall from Percy. And see what he's got planned. I can't wait to see more of this. Um, and I am, I love issue eight's cover, like because it's it's what I want. It's the Talia Ghost Rider, yeah. you know, in the embrace. So I love it. I love everything about it. Um, so with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go check out Ghost Rider. It's on shelves now. Issue eleven just dropped dropped yeah. last week uh, as of this recording. Uh, what's today? Today's the 11th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, the power couple just in time for Valentine's Day, man. Yeah, which there is really go. funny. So, there we go. That's kind so, of on brand. Yeah. So, guys, gals, non binary pals, if y'all are interested in the dark love, go for the shit. Yeah. yeah. So, there it is, guys. I highly recommend Ghost Rider. That's been on my poll for weeks now. So, go check it out. As always, you can find us on TikTok at Comics Unchained One. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Comics uh, Unchained Comics. Sorry, I get the two confused sometimes, yeah. and I'm not feeling the best. But dude, just go pop some Tylenol. I'm going to like I'm going to go take a long ass nap, like in about 
five minutes. I got to go take care of a sick child. So, so yeah. with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let us know what you guys think. And if you're following us, we should be uploaded on Spotify. So let, leave us a like and a comment. If you have anything you guys want us to read, let us know out on our Twitter. Or you can email me directly at unchainedcomics at uh, gmail.com. So I'm Serge. That's Mark. I'm MJ now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is MJ. And uh, as always, guys, please keep on reading.